Hello, everybody. This is Ayan, the Obsessor. This is Mai, the Cosmic Nomad. And welcome to the Obsessor Podcast. Hello, guys. Welcome to episode four of the Obsessor Podcast. Well, first of all, it's going to be a continuation from the last episode. I know we left you guys on a cliffhanger. Um, we're going to be talking about celebrity designers in all of their glory. Hopefully, this we're going to try and keep it short because um, the list is endless. By the way, did we end up posting any of the stuff? Oh, I did. I did. Did you really? Yeah, it's on the website. Okay, awesome. Um, yeah, we're going to have to probably post the list from... Is it Harper's Bazaar or something? I don't know. We'll double check. Harper's Bazaar, yeah. I think it's Harper's that has the list of all of the different celebrities. It might be InStyle. Anyway, one of those one of those lovely magazines has um, a list of all of them. Um, so a couple of housekeeping duties. Uh, number one, if I sound weird, it's because I'm still getting over a cold. Toronto has been in a crazy uh, cold front, as has most of the, or well, a lot of the U.S., including the Midwest, New York, and all of those areas. It's disgusting. It's uh, like, it feels like, what, minus 30 or something like that? That's what they say, but it, I think the humidity just makes it all worse. Oh, no, probably. I mean, it's actually minus 20, I believe. Let me check my phone. I think it's only minus 20. This is Celsius, by the way. This is not, not, not Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit people. Minus 18 right now, and then um, it feels closer to, like, minus 30. Um, in case you don't know, I'm sorry, you're going to have to do the conversions yourself because I have no idea what they are, unfortunately. Um, the other thing is we missed last week's episode and that's also my fault because of the inclement weather conditions and because I got, well, I was getting kind of sick already. Um, I canceled the recording, so that's on me, guys. I'm so sorry, but next time it happens, we're just going to, well, hopefully it won't happen again. We'll, we'll find a way. We'll, we'll, we'll post something smaller. We'll find a way. Maybe we'll do an individual recording. Maybe we'll, we'll figure something out, but um, this just happened to sort of come out of nowhere. And I happened to be working that day, so I was just like, you know what, we'll do it tomorrow. And then I got sick, so tomorrow never came. Just like that that yeah. movie. So today's episode is brought to you by today's... <laughs> today's uh, alcoholic sponsor is Frontera Wine, Cabernet Sauvignon 2018. It's, uh, That's... it's South American. Yeah. Uh, it's delicious. Are we going to start being a wine? We are. Like, I okay. think we are. Because if we're going to do the whole travel thing or and stuff like that down the line, okay. we got to tell people what we're doing and how we got into that. St- I don't know. State? Know, state of Just being. eventually start yelling in the middle of the podcast and you're yeah. like, what? Yeah. What just happened to them? What, what kind of wine? Uh, oh, this is the winery, I assume? I guess it is, Conche yeah. Toro? Yeah. It's, I, don't, I just went to the South American section and I was like... I, I, I like a South American wine. Um, and a, yeah. I've been trying to get into wines a little more lately. Which is awesome because I was the weir- wine weirdo and then now she's the wine weirdo. I, I'm trying to actually like, <gasps> shit, I missed the wine training today. There's a wine training for yeah, what? Yeah, for my job. Can I take the wine training No, because you're not an employee. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm really upset actually. I totally forgot, but I was so sick. I just, it didn't even occur to me to get uh-huh. out of the house. Seriously, it's like minus 30 degrees, and I'll just have to Google it and do my own training, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Is it just about pairings and stuff like that? I don't know, because I've had their biodynamic wine training, which was interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. But this one is supposed to be like a back-to-basics thing, and 
I mean, it would have just been nice. I have a feeling it probably wouldn't have been like that extensive, but it's still, you know, it's always good to get free training. Yeah. So I would have been into it, but next time it's all right. I'm sure I'll get a really nice training once I move to my new job, so it's okay. I hope I get that training too. Well, if just you want, the, if you want to come to the new location, let's um, get back to to the fashion <laughs> podcast. To the fashion, yes. Yeah. So today we are talking about we're talking about celebrity fashion designers, and I'm not we're well, not fashion lines, celebrity fashion lines, and therefore and the designers, quote unquote, that make them or the celebrities <laughs> that are behind them. I guess. Yeah. Um, you're right, actually, and I think that's one of the things that we're going to be touching on is that. A lot of the celebrities don't mm-hmm. design their own fashions, and even the celebrities that are involved. I mean, I I, I will give credit where credit is due. Yeah. Um, some of them definitely are really involved, and some of them have even gone so far as to uh, study fashion design or try sewing or whatever to get better at it. So I, I really appreciate that. I think that's really great. Yeah. So do you have any starting kind of points? Well, it seems like everybody's going to dabble into fashion or some form of like accessories or clothing or shoes. Or I think that makes sense because you know. product sales are one of the easiest ways to make money if you're a celebrity. And even, I mean, so there's some were, form of merchandise. In the beginning, it starts, if depending on what you're doing as a celebrity. Yeah. It kind of starts off as merchandise of like little giveaways rather than, you know, you going all the time. They can People can take a piece of you yeah. in a sense. But uh, some people go further than others. Some people literally want to get their hands dirty and some people just want to, you know, have a company and have nothing to do with it, partly. I also think it's uh, it's not just that, yes, your name sells. I think a little bit of it is also a trust thing where mm-hmm. like if you really know a celebrity and you like them, you kind of just have an assumption that like their stuff is more trustworthy. Like the name behind it is more than just the label, right? It's kind of, it, yeah. it's like a whole, you know, the, the face, you know, the person, there's already something kind of drawing you to it. Although that doesn't, that does not contradict what you said. I'm just kind of adding to it. Yeah. Um, on top of that. Look, at, uh, it's like this. Um, your name is everything, yes, but at the same time, it seems like back in like maybe earlier time, like I can't say earlier times, but in back uh, in the day, back in the days, back uh, in the old country, when a celebrity had a product and it didn't do well or wasn't oh, quality, like celebrity endorsements or and whatever, stuff like that. It yeah. wasn't, you know, it wasn't the end of the career. It wasn't a career-ending thing. But nowadays, if somebody's not ethical or yeah. anything like that within their clothing line, like I remember Beyonce or somebody was getting, yeah, was getting a lot of flack for. Her clothing being, you know, produced by sweatshops and things like that. So nowadays, your brand can get seriously damaged if the quality or where it's produced and how it's produced is not ethical. Yeah. You know, whether it's animal rights or human rights or environmental, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think this there's two kind of sides to approach this from, right? There's the side of the celebrity is trying to put their name out there. Maybe they're trying to, gosh, there's actually so many different aspects to this, like, I think part of it is that celebrities are trying to diversify because you never know how long your celebrity is going to last. And something like a product, like in a product driven market, it makes sense that you're going to want to put your name out there. And, and, you know, I don't necessarily blame them for going into fashion. Am I annoyed that everybody goes into fashion? Sure. But on the other hand, it's something that a lot of celebrities do actually know. Yeah, I think it just, it makes sense. It's something they know, you know, when they, they've worked around with a lot of designers, they tend to have their own style. Yes. Most celebrities, I want to say like 
a vast majority of celebrities, if not all of them, have personal stylists to some degree yeah. that select their clothing. But I think no matter what, mm-hmm. at some point you're going to start picking things up, right? At some point, you're going to be like, oh, I like this, I don't like this, this looks good on me, whatever. And you're going to talk to these de- designers and you're going to get to know that field if you have some sort of an interest in it. Um, and chances are, if you're going to choose a product or a field to go into that's outside of your current you know, industry, it's probably going to be a field that you know a lot about. And yeah. for a lot of celebrities, that tends to be you know, beauty and fashion related. For some of them, it's music. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I also think that's a thing that happens, but that's, yeah. that's not my field. I can't really speak to that, but that's definitely it's like a thing. when a celebrity literally just has a rock band out of nowhere and it's either really good or really crap. Yeah. And I mean, that also is kind of like a lot of celebrities are told, especially early on in their careers, that if they want to get ahead, they have to be like triple threats or whatever. Yeah. So a lot of that was the old timey thing. Yeah. Yeah. But even now, like, you know, if you can sing chances are you might be offered more roles, especially if you're starting out. And if you can dance, you can do stuff like, oh. you know, you can be a, a a stunt or not a stunt person, but like you can be like a body double. These kinds of yeah. things I think do play into it. So a lot of celebrities develop their voices, even if it's not like to a large extent. So they tend to get this sense that maybe they're like, they. some of them are great singers, mm-hmm. but some of them probably are average singers that have had the chance to kind of practice a little bit. So they think that they can... Well, yeah, they, they have a gift in music. Well, within within that little um, uh, area, there's like it's we're going off in a little film thing, but uh, it seems like there's a resurgence of musicals. People are trying to do music with La La Land and things like that. Yeah, before. exactly. So it's like you got to have that whole package, and if you do fucking amazing, you get more jobs. You have the networking and everything to right. facilitate these ideas you already had. Right. And I mean, like celebrities uh, are able to overcome a lot of the problems that that fashion designers, like trained fashion designers, have. Most of which has to do with money. Yeah. Like if you it's have backing. Yeah, it's backing. If you have the taste and you have a platform and you have a following, all you need is money. Yes. That's all you really need to be able to start a fashion line. And I'm saying like if you have the taste and you have the whatever, that's not easy necessarily to get. You don't necessarily know the market, blah, blah, blah. But but I feel like as a celebrity, again, as you've been exposed to these things and you know your market, you know your your audience, mm-hmm. you're probably going to know what those people like or what they yeah. want. And I think that's the other thing is like... I mean, this is, again, a little bit problematic from, like, I know I see that one. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I don't mean it. When I say problematic, I don't mean that it's, like, <clears throat> so societally problematic. Mm-hmm. I just mean it is a problem. Yeah. And I think the problem that I'm seeing in that is that a lot of people, when they see celebrities, they think that those celebrities just, like, they have that style naturally. But, again, there's mm-hmm. usually a team behind those people. Yeah, it depends. Um, if you look up certain celebrities, I guess who was there's, like, a couple of them that just were, That's just had fair. their natural style. That's why I said just, majority, not yeah. all. But even they often have people who, like, at well, least they aid them. them. They aid them. They yeah, aid them, they yeah. Aid them. Even they if, just refine their style that they already have. For or sure. they put them on to other people that they've never heard of before, but they knew they, they know they would like this supposed designer or... Or whatever, you right? Know? It make it makes perfect sense because that's how networking works. Like, you just find somebody that you vibe with, yeah, and absolutely. you vibe with their either art or music or whatever it was, and you know they have. I mean, on the other side of that again is that like celebrities are used as a platform for designers to get their name out there. So yeah. if you can dress a celebrity for like the Oscars or anything like that, or any kind of red carpet event, or even just you know like day to day, yeah. 
that's often how celebrities or that's often how designers get bigger. That's often how they get notoriety is mm -hmm. by dressing celebrities. So it makes sense that then a celebrity would want to kind of take that and run with it. And on top of that, I mean, I feel like a lot of... Um, See, the thing is, nowadays we're wondering if, if the designer... The uh, the celebrity designer yeah. is going to take over a traditional designer. You know, when you really look at, for example, Victoria Beckham, she was yeah. a Spice Girl, uh, and then through that, in a way, just made her own brand, which actually turned out to be pretty good. I, I mean, yeah, and she, I think for her, like she's actually, I think, a great example of a celebrity designer mm -hmm. who actually ta takes it really seriously. And yes. I know she's done interviews in the past where she said, like, I didn't necessarily want to be a singer like I you know she comes from a good family and blah 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 and she happened to be in that space and and like she was pretty and talented enough to get to you know get to, to get that by, point yeah. but I don't think her passion was ever necessarily being a pop star I think it was her platform and she always had an interest in fashion and in beauty like that was always her thing well, her persona was posh spice it was right like, you know so it just made <laughs> I mean it makes sense but yeah. I think like for her, it seemed like a really natural step that once she was no longer essentially a Spice Girl or a pop star, yeah. that she would actually end up going into fashion. And from what I understand and like from everything I've read, she takes it very seriously. Oh, she, yeah. She designs it herself. I mean, I'm sure at first she actually... Actually, I think she did an interview with... Um, uh, what is the... CFDA. Mm -hmm. I think she did an interview with the CFDA talking about how, like, at first she had a designer, but then she, like, learned and she took more kind of responsibility for yeah. her own line and developed it and all this kind of stuff. And I think that's a good way to approach it for a celebrity mm -hmm. who wants to really get into it. And yeah. also now it's it's currently her, like, main business. Yeah. She recently expanded into makeup and her makeup is okay. It's very, very expensive. But, like, her clothing line, I think, is actually quite good. Yeah, I always liked her bags. To be honest, um, if you guys already know, I love bags. So, but when accessories I accessories person, yeah, accessories person, and jackets and outer. It's usually mm -hmm. outerwear and things like that. I'm not. I'm not a shirts. Yeah, I'm not that type of person. You're not an apparel person. Yeah, I'm not like an apparel an person. Outerwear. I'm an outerwear accessories person. type person. You know, uh, things that you can keep for God knows how long. And, yeah. You know, wear over and over again. Uh, but uh, her bags were always really good. You know, and when yeah, there's other interviews I've seen where she really cares about what she's doing. You know, yep. she's really integral in every, almost every aspect of it, or at least a good, like the parts. Yeah, I mean, that, she probably, not probably, she doesn't sew it herself. No, like, she's not going to sew it herself. But no, no. She, she definitely does the designs. And this is the part of it that I'm sort of like on the fence about, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I hope I'm not interrupting you. No, it's all good. But you know, like as a designer, and I don't, I don't, I'm sure you know a lot about this because you've done this, but like when I was going to fashion school, we had to learn how to do every aspect of it, everything. Yeah. From making the samples, to learning to do the spec sheets, to doing like pattern grading, like all of it, mm -hmm. beginning to end. So technically we would be able to make all of the things ourselves, yes. start our own fashion line, whatever. Yes. However, 98, 95% of the people that graduate, they only do one of those things, right? And yes. part of the reason that you get trained to do everything is that when you go into the fashion design business or mm -hmm. when you go into the fashion business, you're probably not going to be a fashion designer as in you're not going to be what most people think of a designer, which no. is creative director. Yeah. And what a celebrity gets to do is essentially skip all of those steps yes. and just go directly to choosing the fabrics, picking what stuff looks like. You know, it's like if you've ever seen videos or whatever of like Yves Saint Laurent 
picking a thing like you just have somebody walking into the room after like all the head seamstresses that did all the things with yeah, like ateliers and things like yeah, that. yeah like if you watch any videos of ateliers even like um Dior has some great videos of this online yeah where basically you know somebody spends a hundred or like a team spends a hundred hours making something based on a sketch mm-hmm. and then this model walks into a room wearing um, a muslin, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And then what does the creative director do? He goes, change this. I want this like this. This isn't quite how I like it. I like this. Keep that. Keep that. And someone's standing there making all these notes. Yes. Making making changes, tucking, pinning, and whatever. Like right then and there. Like right then and there. And then they go in and they spend another hundred hours remaking this thing or making another version of it or whatever. Yeah. it's. Uh, I used to love watching... Um, Jean-Paul Gaultier, Gaultier and how he works when he's in the in the studio and how he would make something and then literally right then and there feel and cut change and everything yeah. and there's a lot of designers like that are like that that I love like the Gaultiers the McQueens the Galeanos yeah. uh, they're really hands-on True. And they're 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 their own characters you could see, but they really are into their own world. They want to you know if they see if a model's wearing something and 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 it needs to be edited right then and there, they're not gonna say I'll see you guys tomorrow. Take care of this. No, they'll no. They'll literally cut and like yes. pin and everything right then and there, so it can be the way they you know. And I agree. And I think know. to me like that is a that sign is my, of that's a, yeah. that's a sign of a master to me. I if love you that. Just go in there and you do it, especially. And I think for people who started from. I hate to say the bottom, but like who started yeah. kind of from the floor and then worked their way up yeah. or who started as small designers who made a few things and then, you know, they made more money or they got hired by bigger companies, though that tends to change. But in the beginning, you do have to do everything yourself. Even if you have yes. a team, yes. you're still going to be working extremely long nights. You're still going to be doing sewing. You're going to be changing things. You're going to be making samples. Yes. No, you're probably not going to be doing production. You mm-hmm. will have somebody, whether it's like a, a team at an atelier or it's going to be like um, uh, a factory who's making these things and you might just go in and check for quality control or you might have a person who does that stuff yeah. like it just depends on the scale of the operation how the production, involved you are pretty how, much. but but there are designers who even at a larger scale they check everything right they yes. they double check everything whatever and that tends to be like a more expensive line typically speaking the, yes 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 like there's um there's even there's a lot of designers that that I love that like actually get their hands dirty and they draw as well. Yes. Like they literally go well, from I think a lot of designers. I think a lot of designers. Draw. Some people uh, take mood boards though, and then they Fair go enough. from there. It really depends on the person and what their skill was to begin with. That's true. Some people are better at sewing. Some people are better at drawing. Some people are better at just yeah. creating the mood of it, but whatever. So when it comes to celebrity uh, designers or celebrity um, lines, uh, we appreciate the people that, you know, go the full the all the way i can't yeah ugh, can't say right now but the the sorry i can't say i don't know why i can't okay. say right now what the full is it the full, the full monty the full monty is that what you're trying to say <laughs> no. i don't know Not the, full, the um going pretty much going all the way you know getting their hands dirty in as much as they can to get fully involved yeah, yeah that I, I respect even if it, the line is shit let's be honest it just you respect it more because at least they're trying yeah at least they're doing their best. Yeah. But if somebody's just like picking and stuff like, I don't know, that's the way I am. I'm usually like a, you know, 
hands-on person. So I, I mean, I agree. And like last episode, I even talked about the fact that like I probably wouldn't want to make my own samples. I mean, I said that. No, I agree with you on that one because if you're at a large level, you're not going to be doing every no. single detail. I, You'll be more of the creative director aspect. I, well, you get your hands thing. dirty as much I'm as you can. I'm happy to do most of it. Yeah. I would get involved in every aspect of it. But it's tiring though. But it's not even tiring. It's just I know that there's somebody out there who's better than me and faster that than me true. and more efficient than me at doing certain things. Like, you know, you know, I've made like jackets and bags and whatever. And like, I can do it. But mm-hmm. the amount of time it takes for me to make that versus like an experienced seamstress who's been doing it for decades. Mm-hmm. If I have the resources, I would rather pay somebody else oh, no, so I that I can spend my time doing something more. You know, whether it's like the business, also getting into the business aspect or the drawing, which is something that I much prefer to do, or yes. just generally designing and changing the specs and whatever. Because I think I'm a better designer overall than I am seamstress, for example. Oh, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. I'm not, I'm not the, the most amazing uh, seamstress or so. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good at sewing, but not to the point where I'm an atelier type. I'm nowhere near there. Yeah. But I'm good at putting things together structurally. That's why I'm more outerwear and accessories and um, the design aspect and, and, and the branding aspect. So, yeah, I agree with you on, on that. Um, I would hire someone else to do yeah. the production aspect of it. And the reason I'm saying this is just because, like, I don't want it to seem as though I'm saying, like, the designer, the celebrity designer should do everything. Like, no, that's unrealistic. But I think... As you said, I think there is definitely more respect given to those who understand the field more than just like, oh, yeah, I get to draw a thing and it comes out of my head and then somebody else makes it. And I think that's kind of the difference. Like, I have these like tiers of celebrity designers. You have designers like, for example, Stella McCartney is technically a celebrity designer. Yeah, because she was born into it. She was a Beatles child. But but you know, she earned her respect. No, she did because she actually... When she, I remember in the beginning when, when she was, first came out, people were giving her so oh, much. Oh, I, I, I was it. not the biggest fan of her in the beginning. I, then, I wasn't either, to be honest. Or, I liked her fine, but I wasn't like she's great. I was yes, like, whatever. Yes. Look, another celebrity's child who's like getting into fashion. But now she's incredibly respected. She's, she's done, gone so much better though. You but see, she's the actual worked thing. at it, yeah, and yeah. that's the impressive thing is she's not quit. Mm-hmm. She didn't whine about it. No, she, she stayed quiet work. and she just did her shit. And now she's one of she's honestly one of my favorite yeah. designers actually. Yeah, I agree. Especially because she's, you know, she's been doing the sustainability thing for a very long time, way before other designers got into it. Yeah, um, no, I so, totally, like um there's yes, there's Stella McCartney, there's a few other people that are kind of started in that way, but uh she's the one that kind of stands out the most. Well, so there's that. There's like um there's Because so, she was born into because for her she wasn't a celebrity per se herself. No, but for people anything. but people she were like you're going off the, the back of your yeah. father's fame, blah blah blah, whatever. And you know, I'm not going to get into that. That's not the point of it. Well, this. yeah, there you can go to tangents of many industries for that sure. are like that, but that Nepotism. actually turns out, Nepotism is real. But she worked at it and she's gotten incredibly good and she's done it on her own merits and she's done it her own way. And I really appreciate that. And I'm sure there's things that I don't know about how she, you know, like I'm sure somebody would just be like, well, actually, you don't know that like she did this and this in the beginning to get her. That's fine. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about where she's at right now is great. It's impressive. She's made her name. She's like really carved out a niche for herself and her name stands on its own. Mm -hmm. She's no like... When you say Stella McCartney, you no longer think of Paul McCartney. You think of Stella McCartney. And yes. that is that is ultimately the That's thing. That's true, yeah. And it's similar, I think, with like Victoria Beckham. When you say Victoria Beckham's fashion, yes, there's a history yeah, and whatever. Because we, we grew up with the Spice Girls. But we also, as a person who's within the fashion, yeah. like, you know Victoria Beckham as Victoria Beckham, the, yeah. the line, the yeah. brand. 
you know. Um, so an interesting. So there's a few other actually people that I want to talk about. <laughs> like the row is um, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen's fashion line. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's actually quite good. Well, see, when they first came out, I was like, ah. Uh, uh. I actually didn't think it was bad. Even when it first came out, I was annoyed at it. I was like, great. But they, but no, on but the they, other they hand, worked hard too. They did the same thing. That's Stella McCartney. They, they and, worked. They that. had a fashion line when they were like fourteen or something at like Target or something like. But that. it was like it's a typical kids thing or like a safe. Sure. It's like a safe thing that sure middle America type thing. But I will say that like the fact that they started with that and they kind of developed their tastes and whatever and you know they had the whole bag lady chic aesthetic whatever and, and that <laughs> yeah whole they did thing. it was basically it was basically like new york bag lady yeah. soho weirdness yeah they were, they were and- they made the venti starbucks cup really fashionable especially with oversized yes. sweaters that drowned you yeah and dirty hair like it was kind of was it, was, it was basically depression chic yeah that's yeah. that's a hundred that's probably why I liked it because at the time I was also in depression shake. But. <laughs> but it was so fashionable because it was not fashionable in my sense, but I'm saying what the media was portraying it is so fashionable. It kind of bothered me. Yeah. Because it was coming from them and and whether that was what they were living, I don't really know. Yeah. But it just didn't connect with me because I there's other designers that were doing similar things that yeah. I connected with more, like Jill Sander. I agree. Jill Sander. Oh my God. I don't know how long I've loved uh, loved her shit. She's amazing. She. Started that whole thing. Let's be honest. This yeah. whole German um, minimalist, but I don't even call her Jill Sanders. I call her Jill Saunders. <laughs> I'm that asshole. So it's pretty funny. But I, a Saunder. It's, it's a, Saunder. Yeah, it's Jill Saunder. And then um, I loved her stuff. So when I saw theirs, I was like, you know what? It's it's Jill. They're kind of referencing Jill and the yeah. whole German thing, the I'm whole sure. Scandinavian or German thing type of thing going on minimalist. And she's been doing it since the '80s or even longer. I agree, know? and she does it with way more finesse. Oh, than she maybe, her like, and she's hundred percent. Her clothes seem like simplistic and nice, and but she, they're her, amazing. She allows, for example, photographers to play around with her clothes. See, that's the thing. Her advertisements are one of my all-time favorite advertisements because she just took the risks and allowed people to play with it. But on, on going back to Mary, Mary Kane and Ashley, going back to their, they worked at it. I, I appreciate their stuff now. In I actually the, in don't the like last, their stuff as much now. Because not specifically I think it's now, very but in, safe. since was it two years ago? Because remember, I stopped watching everything two yeah. years ago. Yeah. And up until then, they took the time. Yeah. And they Got didn't hands put their, on. their faces on everything, which is no, another yeah, thing. No, yeah, yeah. See, that's a real thing. Because they, they basically... Was it them? They had this whole thing about, like, where it was... Had something to do with, like, their siblings or something like that. I don't know. It was a whole no, thing. It's I okay. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't dived into their life but the since whole, Full House. Fair enough. I, I actually found them more interesting after they got older and went through all their crazy shit. But, um, but that's another, another conversation. <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying is, like... I I think the not again not the problem but where you can see that they were not originally fashion designers and actually I don't know if they hired a designer I assume they probably well, usually, hired somebody usually that's how they start though let's right. be honest if you're never in the fashion industry in the creative aspect that you're just from a peripheral trying to break into the business yeah or at least you have some form of you know passion within fashion. That rhymed, but <laughs> yeah, passion for passion. <laughs> you would hire somebody that knows the industry first, and somebody that that is a good talent. Yeah, and then later on, learn from them. You know, yeah. and then either keep them on or sadly let them go. Often, I, I mean, I don't know, like, um, but yeah, I think I think what I was gonna say is that uh, that's the giveaway to me with a celebrity fashion line versus like a fashion designer. 
like a, somebody who's been educated and practice and whatever is that it tends to be much safer. It tends mm-hmm. to be more commercially viable. It's a lot less experimental. I have yet to come across a fashion designer that really pushes the boundaries of fashion who's like a celebrity first. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no, they're not going to. Yeah, yeah, they're always safe. They're always more commercial. Yeah, they're, they're going to be. That, but that's the whole point of uh, when a celebrity takes on or starts a fashion line or brand or something like that. They know that if that fails, they still have their initial thing that made them famous. Yeah, it's diversifying. You know, so it's just being safe as you can. Yeah, and, and I think yeah. I wonder sometimes, or not I wonder, but I think that's partially why we, like people in the fashion industry, don't take it as seriously is because it's like you have very little skin in the game. I think a lot of people who get into fashion design, like especially who are not, who don't have like the money to back them, whatever, there's so much skin in the game. Like even if you happen to be one of those designers that, you know, has the talent, has the experience, has the the connections, and you manage to get funding to start your line, so many fashion lines fail. So yeah, many. they do, they do. And, and part of that is like, you have to really put yourself out there and a lot of the really talented fashion designers are quite avant-garde. Like, and when I say this, I mean, yes, whatever, you can look at it one of two ways. Like, you still have to be somewhat commercial if you're going to be successful in it. But there's something about them that pushes the limits. It's something different. They have a vision. They have a certain thing that makes them stand out from the crowd. And that's that's like the fashion aspect, right? Like, there's a difference yeah. between having style and having fashion. I know we touched on this before, but mm-hmm. I think... Fashion is more immediate. Style is more prolonged. And and that's not a good thing or a bad thing. I just mean like with fashion, it's kind of like a pop, right? Like you you create something, it's incredible, it pushes boundaries, it's whatever, it's different, it's this, it's that, or it's just trendy. Well, sometimes, okay, the, the weird thing is when, when you look at designers going to design, like uh, going to school and things like that, they're more fine artists than if you really think about it I than agree. designers because yeah. they're always, they don't sell well. They don't know how to sell. No. They don't know how to do... They're literally just trying to create a concept for that moment and feeling and things like that. And then they wonder, no offense, they wonder why they're not selling. Yeah. It's really because they're they're more related to fine artists, you know, fine arts people, that it's all coming from emotion. It's all coming from thing. And it has nothing to do with selling. It has yeah. everything to do with showing and presenting yeah. your emotion, like this thing that came out of you and just splattered on whatever, whether it's clothing or a canvas or whatever. I think it's you really, know? yeah, I think it's really difficult. So there's a disconnect. Especially if you're like a, an emerging fashion designer, yeah. you spend all of your time just making the stuff, just yeah. coming up with ideas making it whatever putting all your creative energy into it you don't really have the energy the time mm-hmm. or anything else to really pay attention to the rest of it i think that's why it always takes uh, a designer uh to succeed it takes someone else to view them and say i want to tap into yeah. this talent and put you somewhere that you would actually shine yeah. i will take care of the financial financial aspects of things and you will shine. Just let yeah. me take care of finan- the finance aspect in the selling That's why aspect. you should really partner with a business person if yes. you're going to do something like that. Because you can't, no matter what, you can't really take care of that. And as a person who, like, I'm quite good. It's going to drive the, you nuts. I'm quite good at the business aspect of, of things. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, oh, I want to be in control of everything. But I've realized over the years that I'm either going to do one or the other. Like, I just, I don't have the time, the energy, or the creativity to be able to, to handle, like, the business aspect of everything. And the creative aspect. And the creative because aspect. Because the creative aspect, see, the business aspect, take, business aspect takes time. more of your mental and physical, like, No, part for of, me, it's just time. Oh, it's for you, it's, it's time? For me, the business aspect is time. 
the design aspect is like it's 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 emotional. It's emotional. It's yeah, emotional yeah, it's energy. Emotional, it's like because that's the thing about the disconnect between. Um, it's also time. Don't get me yeah. wrong. It's also oh, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It's but like, time. but the, there's a disconnect when people don't understand artists or designers or anything like that. It's it's when an artist creates anything. It's it's mentally, emotionally, and physically draining. Yeah, you know, it's like give. I wouldn't say it's giving birth, but it's a metaphorical. Giving birth to something and you put time yeah. and effort and when it's out of you, you're you gestated, yeah. you like create like it's it's a whole process. Yeah. But on top of it, it's so, it's exhausting when, when you feel like you failed at something. Oh yeah. It's like when you do that and it's out there and then you're like, shit, now I also have to sell it. And then you have, have to do that. it all over again. Yeah, you have to like repeat it. Yeah. So that's why it's always good to have someone you know, uh, with you in a sense to do the business so you don't have to focus on that. You're just constantly recycling, like resetting yeah. and creating again. Yeah, that's you know? the ideal. Yeah, that's the ideal. If you have somebody that, you know, but most designers don't have that. So the ones that do succeed that we know of, somebody spotted them and spotted their talent and said, hey, dude, you're fucking awesome. Yeah. Or uh, uh, whatever, whoever it is, you're awesome. I will help you. Just focus on that. I will do that. Done, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's why like uh, these conglomerates of LVMH or the Karen Group or all these other um, yeah. conglomerates or whatever basically take on these designers because they're like, don't worry about the financial and all this other shit. And now they're taking the celebrities on yeah. instead of designers because they know that that's where the money is. Because the celebrities will sell because celebrities yeah. already have a name brand anyway. So that's that's kind of a weird thing that's going to happen over time. It's, I mean, it's already happening, right? It is already happening, but we still have a few designers. It's that unfortunate. All, and I think like this is where uh, my fears come in. I think mm-hmm. it's really unfortunate that we're taking the money that the kind of development space and, and the resources away from from young emerging designers and giving it to celebrities because ultimately this is this is what I think the problem is. I don't have any issues with celebrities who want to get into fashion getting into fashion yeah. if they want to start a line or whatever. Yeah, like, no one's like I, the freedom. I'm not a person who says you can't do this shit because you're a celebrity. You already have a fucking head, heads up. It's not about that. I really don't give a shit about that. No. It's more or less that you have to realize that there's a whole bunch of people that have spent, I don't know, gotten in debt simply trying to make their dreams come true and if yeah. and, and and the more the celebrities come into like any celebrity comes into the it comes into the industry it pushes out these young talent yeah that will never see the light of day no and instead they end up working for these, yeah. these celebrities being their kind of at, at best mm-hmm. being their right hand people yeah and doing kind of like training them doing the work but yeah. it's still not their vision it's still not their creative element no they they know how to do it, and I'm sure they get paid very well. Like, don't get me oh, wrong. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. But, the, but you're sucks. most likely not gonna know them. Let's be honest. Even if they work for them, you'll know them through the industry, like through word of mouth. Yeah. But you're not gonna see their name anywhere. So here's Ever. an interesting like, an interesting example of that. Like um, Jessica Simpson has had a fashion line for quite a few years now. Yeah. And I actually have a code of hers. And for this is this is actually kind of I think relevant. So for a long time, and uh, you know, I'm a snob. <laughs> I'm, I'm an everything snob. I'm not just a fashion snob. I'm just a fucking snob. But I had a really difficult time with accepting the whole like celebrity fashion thing. And so whenever I'd see a celebrity's name on a fashion item, I would just be like, I don't want this. I don't want to have anything to do with it. I don't want to pay for it. I'd rather go buy something locally or like get something that has no name to yeah. it, no brand, 
then buy something that is like a Jessica Simpson item, even if it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But recently, you and I came across a lovely we're, item. I think we're in Winners. We were at Winners. We're at Winners, yeah. But Winners, because Winners always has a mishmash of shit from tons of places. They do, why. and I do appreciate that. Um, and we were at Winners, and I, I we were looking for something else, I guess, and I was just like, oh, I need a winter coat, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and then we found this coat on sale. It was, we was because I was like, hey, why don't you try this jacket? And then her, and she's like, oh. Wait, it's Jessica Simpson. <laughs> yeah, I was really surprised. But actually, I will admit to the fact that over the years, and I've picked up a lot of her stuff. Like, I'm one of those people that I have a certain style. I tend to pick up a lot of Calvin Klein. <laughs> over the years, whenever I walk into a store, I don't even know what brand it is. I will just keep picking it up. It's going to be the same yeah, types names, of brands. Yeah, it's never a name for me. No, but I'll I'll always gravitate to a, the same several brands like for example um but is it conscious or subconscious no no it's a it's it's, it's just because it just they have a style. specific style yes so i know same. that like not so much now because they just changed uh anyway but even like a few years ago even before they they had the whole switch of creative directors or whatever like i've been a fan of calvin klein for a while even when i was working for pvh doing their merchandising i remember just being like yeah he's ooh, within the pvh ah, Ooh, ooh, I like this. I like this. Like I've I've really appreciated their like clean lines, whatever. Anyway. Um so I pick up similar kinds of brands. Um what a, what is the what is the brand that I always forget the name of and I really, really Which one? Like? Uh it starts with an R as well. It's not the row, it's like R- Dragon Bone. Dragon Bone. Yeah, I yeah, always yeah. pick up Dragon Bone. Yeah, I always Well, I could see that. Just, like Calvin Klein Ragon Bone. Or even the row with... with Yeah, there's a certain... There's this dark drab thing that is like... It's like a clean line, but with a bit of like an edge to it and a few like weird things going on. It's like clean, but you can kind of hide in it if you want to. But you can also like layer it and change it up and make it interesting. Yeah, it's outerwear or sweaters or things that you can layer up. It's definitely a little bit like Scandinavian European with like a touch of like boring American in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, sports, American sportswear. Yeah, yeah I know. Klein, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm yeah. obviously joking, but yeah. like that's that's no, a bit but of it's my the aesthetic because it's it has to be functional, but it also has to be a little bit active. Yeah, it's I agree. Really, I mean, and it's really mishma- mishmash of uh, a- active American, which was a thing by uh, what is it? Cloud, not Calvin Klein, Ralph Lauren. Yeah. And things like well, that. Well, Ralph Lauren to me is like too Ralph Lauren. No, you but know Ralph what I mean? Lauren you look like, at Ralph Lauren, you you're think, like, oh, yeah. I know exactly. But yeah. they actually, their, but, their denim and supply line, I quite liked. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we're getting off topic. But the point <laughs> is, I have several brands that I feel like I always pick up. And over the last few years, I've noticed myself accidentally picking up a lot of Jessica Simpson stuff. Like if I'd go to like a, like a Winners or like a resale store or like even, you know, like the Bay during their clearance, whatever. And if I need yeah. something, I've just... Like, even, not even, like, to buy anything. Sometimes you just pass by and you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. And you pick it up and I'm like, oh, shit, that's Jessica Simpson. Like, oh, she's been, she's been like, in a, in a ninja way killing shit. Right. And you know? so I found out recently that she's, like, been a consistently a billion dollar brand. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, I don't think she's, des- I don't think she actually says she's a designer for it. Like, yes. She is no, part of the creative team. Yes. But she has a designer that's always on the runway with her, mm-hmm. that's always with her in all of the promos. Mm-hmm. That's her right-hand woman, basically, yeah. that is the actual fashion designer for the line. Yeah. And I think she's killing it. And oh, I yeah. think that is actually an excellent way. Like, if you really want to get into fashion, you want to have a brand, you don't know what you're doing, but you just, like, you know you have a certain style you want to portray or a certain thing you want to sell. Mm-hmm. That's how it should be done. 
get a designer that you're actually partnered up with make that designer like a collaborator yeah you have to grow with them exactly and i think a lot of a lot of celebrities kind of miss the mark on that because they just end up like saying that they're they're the whatever the designer they're taking credit when credit is not there exactly and at the same time, it seems like they they literally let go of a lot of people quickly. They do a, a one season, and they know they they know they have the funds to do another season. Yeah. But what do they do? They're like, oh, this didn't do well. I'm gonna ditch you and just like get someone else. So yeah. there's an inconsistency because the style you're not gonna fucking sew. Let's no. be honest, you're not gonna be fucking drawing. No, you're literally just gonna get a new person who has a total different approach to what you've already been doing. And it, so the point is to keep it consistent. You're going to have ups and downs, and I guess what she's doing is been consistent, and she's making a lot of money because of that, yeah. so that's and I fucking think, awesome. And I, that's what I'm saying is, like, I think I'm really impressed by that. And honestly, that gives, to me, that makes her, that gives her a lot more legitimacy in, in the fashion field. That makes me respect her a lot more, and also makes me respect her line a lot more. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm a snob, so that's saying something, you know? <laughs> um, so there's those people. Then there's, like... People who are into fashion, and I don't know how much they get, like, I don't know how much of the design they do, but I think, like, Nicole Richie does some of it as well for House of Harlow. That seems to be, like, but I don't know. Like, I have no idea because it's not really... Yeah, well, it really depends. If you're still active in, in, I guess, because let's be honest, most of these celebrities... Well, okay, right now we're only usually talking about, well, at least we referenced film and TV or... Well, what about Kanye West, for example? Well, right. Kanye West started as actually an art student, a design student, things like that. Sure. And then he already loved music. Right. It was just an extension of what he was already doing. Because he had his own style. Right. It was people made fun of him at one point because he's wearing pink everything for a guy in hip hop. Yeah, an African American guy. Flesh tone, I mean, you know, being wearing polo. Caucasian flesh toned. Yeah, yeah, pink polos and and a backpack. And he's he's he's. Oh, that's right. He started this like uh, this weird college preppy polo thing, you know, (laughs) and. he was he even made in his first album the um, sorry guys i just spilled some wine on myself so he, my laugh that's of the times that's perfect it's 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 it means it's getting good the podcast Pulling is mouth. getting good it was basically as if she just took a bite like she's a vampire and she took a bite yeah i, I just <laughs> killed that wine right there and um yeah so if you listen to his first album the college dropout you'll hear him talking about how he came up and people used to make fun of him for his pink polos and backpack yeah you know so he was not far-fetched from what he ended up doing. No. He already wanted to do fashion from the beginning. It's just he had to get to a certain point and he his whole rants about people, you know, making fun of his rants, they're legitimate rants. Because if you're in that industry and you're at a certain level, there are there are barriers. Yeah. There are either racial barriers or whatever financial barriers, and you're not gonna get into these um, you know into these uh, board meetings because you want to be an entrepreneur as well as as well as a creator. So I've never I've always understood why he was ranting and I never made fun of him for that. I understood it. I really understood it. That's why I'm always like people stop yelling, stop making fun of this guy. He has a valid point. And if I mean he's also got some mental health issues so sometimes his yeah. rants go way out of hand. Yeah, but he's not enough, he's not he's not clean. Yeah, I agree. He's totally not he's totally not concise. In what he's saying, but I, I agree with you. But Sometimes there's validity he has some really in his stuff, yeah. To make, and even we, if it's kind of, 
I totally yeah. agree. We need people like that in fashion or celebrity to at least that at least love what they're doing, regardless of how crazy they he might is sound. He's passionate as hell. He's passionate as hell about what he wants to do. Which, by the way, little nod to our next episode. Which is? Passionate as hell. Oh, okay. We'll talk about that later. Well, the Liquid Rage is helping by that point. Oh, yeah. I will be, uh, if you guys don't understand, we're doing this back-to-back today. Oh, yeah. We're doing a back-to-back recording. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a callback, but really it's going to be like a week. So uh, going back to uh, the type of person, or at least he's a celebrity, but he was a celebrity because of his music and he's outspoken and everything like that. So he already had a style. He already had a vision. He just wanted to, you know sell that vision not just as a typical celebrity to be honest yeah. he always wanted to be the designer first yeah and then the music was like the ambiance to everything that was going on yeah you know so that's that's totally in my opinion that's totally different um type of celebrity designer yeah but i was gonna say like uh then he had you know he had another designer on to do his easy line basically mm-hmm. So that's that's another aspect to it is like he actually got another designer to do that. But I didn't actually know there was another designer behind Yeezy until I did some research. And mm-hmm. then I was like, the fuck? I thought he did it himself. Yeah. But yay, it's a good designer who can like take that vision and translate it into the insanity that was Yeezy. Yeah. Is, because <laughs> he is, because there's it's the best thing you can do is, yes, you can do so, so much things. But at the same time, you need to know when to ask for help. Well, this is this is actually, um, I think, a good segue to talk about the fact that, like, so Virgil Abloh, right, worked mm-hmm. for, did that, and um, and then he got to work for, I mean, he had Off White, and that gave him the opportunity to do LV, yeah. and I feel like if it wasn't for Kanye, oh, no. he would not have oh, been able everybody, to get every, no, Everybody knows that because for so long Kanye's been talking about Virgil yeah. in the background and all the other guys that he was coming up with yeah you know it's just that uh people know that if it wasn't for kanye there would be no virgil but this is a really interesting thing is like sometimes it's actually a good thing oh yeah, yeah. to have that celebrity kind of like pushing you forward but at the same time again i think it has to be a collaborative process it can't just be the celebrity's name and that's it even though in this particular case it was basically just kanye's name in front of it like for so long, long. for so long yeah but I think because he gave credit where credit was due, even yeah. though it was kind of behind the scenes, it still managed to like push him forward. So maybe maybe the difference there is that if you actually are honest about it in the business sector, it's not necessarily you don't necessarily have to talk to the masses about it. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Because um, if you look at Virgil and Kanye and his whole relationship, it wasn't somebody hiring somebody. They were friends. For so long that it was like it was like a collaborative process. It was always they were always together, right? And he would always talk about his struggles with uh, him trying to do things, and Virgil always there. Yeah. And when you look at that, it's it's always it's going to be understandable because then people got to know Virgil through Kanye. Yeah. And it's more of a networking like through it's like a it's like lateral moves. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It's a it's a nice lateral move. Okay, so we don't have that much time left. Obviously, we're heading towards the hour mark soon um but i want to talk about a few more people sure we're not going to be able to cover the entire list guys so that's okay we're not perfect if you have certain celebrities again as always that you want us to talk about if you have something that you want us to explore into in more depth just like drop us a line send us an email whatever make a comment we'll see it we will definitely delve into that i'm happy to do that research 
Um, I just wanted to kind of do an overview to give everybody a sense of like how these things work because obviously it's a lot of this stuff is not what people think it is and the behind the scenes of, of it, the magic is always different, you know? Yeah. It's... So, um, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I think we were supposed to get into after for Rihanna, uh, Rihanna which we was will. the initial thing. We that... will, but that's going to be the last thing that I think we're going <laughs> to we're going to complete with just to have a full yeah. circle. But there's a couple of other people that I want to talk about. So yeah, I don't know it. if you know, but sort of related to what we were going we were talking about a bit earlier. Um, you know Amanda Bynes. I remember her from like Disney and stuff like that. So Amanda Bynes is a really interesting case because when she was more famous, she was a, she was a Nickelodeon star, not a Disney star. Oh, yeah. She was a huge Nickelodeon star. She had a couple of shows. Um, she got into like drugs and all this kind of stuff. And, and I mean, had like a bit of a mental breakdown. Yeah. And it was a little bit of like the Britney Spears situation, which... There is a whole nother story there that I've been reading about recently. I don't know what, what if it is true and what isn't, but man, there's some dark stuff going on back there. Um, anyway, so Amanda Bynes kind of, you know, dropped out off the face of the celebrity planet and yeah. disappeared for a little while, went to rehab, good for her. And, um, and apparently her plan is to go to fashion school after she gets out of rehab. And I don't know if that has already happened or not, but like I read about this a few months ago. Oh, okay. So she wants to be a legitimate fashion designer. And she had an entire like article or an interview, basically an article written about her that was talking about the fact that like she really loves fashion. She wants to take it seriously. She wants to go back to school after she's done. And, you know, she's like in her mid to late twenties now. I think mm -hmm. she's around like my age. Yeah, she's not know. that old. She's, yeah. No, no, no. But she, she might actually be close to 30. I don't know. But anyway, the point is like, you know, she's she's been around and she just wants to go to school. She wants to do this properly. She wants to learn all the things and actually be a real fashion designer. Mm -hmm. um, in 2007, I believe, she actually had a fashion line with like, it was obviously not her doing it. It was just like, it was of one of the most, it's like middle America, Target, Walmart exactly. Yeah, uh, Kmart, like that's like yes. the typical route that yes. these uh, Disney or Nickelodeon stars. It do. was awful. The whole thing was just terrible. There was yeah, arm warmers it's... involved. It was like a shit show. There was striped shirts. You know, yeah, it's like uh, it was it's like, like Hillary Miley, Duff, Miley Cyrus, Hillary Duff, or Mary Kate back in the day. Like it's that yeah, yeah, yeah. It's thing. that kind of thing. So For she did that. Girls. Yeah. But then she transitioned to then being like, I actually want to do this seriously, and I want to like learn, and I want to like be a real designer. What do you think about that? What do I think about that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've already. If she said wants to I take it seriously, that. all power to her. To be yeah. honest, because there's so much, as we talked about before, there's so much people that are just hiring people and just saying, "Oh, I want this. I want that. Okay, I'll see you guys next week. Just send me the emails, you know, and just running off." Like, but if somebody actually wants to get their hands dirty, in a sense. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. I think it's awesome. A part of me questions whether or not she's going to actually go through with it and finish it. Yeah, time will tell. Fair enough. I guess there's no point in like uh, in in belittling somebody for wanting <laughs> to do that. But there is a part of me that feels like this could go a few different ways. Like yeah. she could always finish and get into it and whatever. I have a feeling she might start it and then get a better opportunity and drop out. Or just even the whole thing of her like publicizing the fact that she wants to get into fashion design means that she might get the opportunity to do it before she actually gets into school. Maybe the yeah, know. maybe the buzz of her getting out of rehab to do fashion yeah. might get the attention because nowadays to be honest people will use any form of media or any form of attention True. to sell any type of shit. True. 
bad press or no press. Some guy or girl beat up some person or whatever. They're literally going to use that oh, as that to something. Girl. Or the guy that was a that was a, a pretty gorgeous guy uh, who's a, a oh, criminal. Yeah, the guy who ended up becoming the biracial a guy. Yeah, that after guy. After everybody saw his mugshots. Yeah. So that guy, he was a he used to he be in beautiful. California. Yeah, he robbed shit. He used to jack people and, and do things, and he got a deal. So we're we're selling. The thing is, nowadays it doesn't matter about good or bad press. It's just press. Yeah. You know, so you use that. And maybe he's gonna have a fashion life. God knows what the fuck he's doing. I, I would if. Let's be honest. I would, if I was him, no. if if I was him, I would milk every aspect, and yeah, I'm sure he is. You know, there's so much people. So that's what's going on. The whole buzz of her. Because remember, she's not viable TV wise. No. And she's not viable uh, film wise. I or mean, anything. she might in the future be. She you was. Don't know. Com- but the funny thing is, she was successful because she was comedy. She, she was like was. a. She and was it comedy. Was her personality, her youth and yeah. personality that was doing it, and who knows what else. Just, yeah. So I if found that's that show not, incredibly she's not doing, irritating. Yeah. But it was whatever. super irritating. But, but it I think that was her kids. entire brand because it was silly kid stuff. Well, it's like if you've seen YouTube lately, the kids shows, everyone's just yelling at each other and yeah. throwing slime at each other and i'm like i don't well that's been the 90s though yeah that's what i'm saying and i'm like yeah i couldn't stand it then i can't stand it now there's no (laughs) real difference but i get that that always sold and it will always sell probably but at her age i don't think it will so if she's no she's got to be more serious yeah, yeah because that gap let's be honest that gap in that whole thing that happened yeah if she doesn't take this seriously and milk every aspect of any let's just say any media thing then God knows what. Okay. And the last thing I want to talk about before we hit on the Rihanna subject okay. is um, celebrities who basically collaborate with existing designers. Mm-hmm. So my least favorite, but apparently the most popular, is Gigi Hadid and Tommy Hilfiger. Gross. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I mean, I'd like to forget it, well, but apparently she started people love that. She started as a guest girl. So remember, you have to yeah, understand. Yeah, I know. Before we knew of her siblings, God knows what the fuck happened there. Uh, what happened there? That just it just weirded me. I don't know. I never liked no, that. I mean, they're an attractive looking family. Their mom was a well, model. Got, like their mom is okay. That's okay. The parents and the thing is one thing, and then and then she's the one that stood out. She's the one that branched out, and then well, like, she was different looking. She had the whole mix thing going with the, but also the light hair and the light. Yeah, the ones are all but, dark hair and yeah. Yeah, but um, it's like um, you know, when you're like you you buy. I don't know. It's like you buy something and they're like, hey, there's also these accessories. Do you want them? Yeah. I'm like, no, but we got sold these goods in a sense and we're stuck with these goods in a sense. I don't know if they're goods, let's be honest, but people view them as goods. So we got, what is it? Gigi. Gigi's the Gigi's the one who did the collaboration with Tommy Hilfiger. So there's Gigi and then there's Bella. So we got sold Bella and her brother Anwar. Well, they did, Anwar has got nothing to do with this. But like, do you get what I'm trying to say? No, For me, I was I like, say, what the fuck? I actually thought that Bella was a better high fashion model, model than Gigi based on her looks. I thought Gigi was a better print model. Actually, yeah. I think like Gigi and Bella seem to be taking shit pretty seriously. They seem to be doing the work. They've been on a lot of runways. They, they I'm seem not to doubting very, that. I'm not doubting that. It's just how it, and how it started out. Was I mean, just, it's all nepotism, dude. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's this whole nepotism. Okay, whatever. I'm not even talking about their, their modeling career. I'm literally just talking about the collaboration with Tommy. Yeah, Gigi, and the fact did, Gigi that, did that. Gigi, Gigi had Yeah, I like three, Gigi. Dude, okay. We just, she was a guest girl. I don't like the guest thing because I don't like guests at all. I don't like their aesthetic. But yes, yeah, sure. I get it. I get that they like the blonde, blue-eyed, like, 
thing. Um, yeah. Okay, all I'm saying is my issue with certain collaborations like this is that so she apparently did get to have a lot of input yes. on the collection, like a lot. And I think it's terrible. The whole thing is just <laughs> awful. Because, because, and I will tell yeah, you yeah, why. I'm not, I'm not. It's not that every single piece in it is bad. I don't think so. Like, I, there's definitely even a few things that if you were to give them to me and I wasn't forced to buy them, I might I, I might wear them. I'll figure it out. Like, it's not so bad. Yeah. But here's the thing. It is generic as hell. Of course it is. And on top of it, I didn't even... Shocked. Look, I didn't even know there were three seasons. I've seen pictures <laughs> and I thought it was all one season. That's my biggest problem. Is like, because you're going to have... Because they're playing it safe. You're going to have three seasons of collaboration and every single one of them is going to bleed and blend into one another. Like, that's not a good... That's not good. Because they're not really, inv not really involved. It's just her name. It's just the no, name. No, she's involved in that she's like, I want these stripes and I want it like this. But like... Look, we're not going to... Look, look, here's the thing. Let's be honest. I'm not going to be an asshole. I'm not going to be... I'm not a dick. It's all name. But let's be honest. Some people don't actually have a creative vision. People are just milking other people for their name. Look. That's okay, what it is. There's like... Everything is cropped, which whatever I get it. Like she has great abs. It's all it's. This like, is her line. This is we're this okay. Is her we're Tommy we're line. looking. We're looking at the run. Is okay. this the runway? Yeah, yeah. This is runway. So this is a Tommy Hilfiger collaboration with her. Yeah, this is the third season. So you've got really elongated like stripe. Oh, okay. Do you get okay, it okay, now? Okay, no. Let me. It's okay, here's even, okay. What is this? This is nothing. Okay, let this me. This is literally okay, nothing. What I'm just what we're looking at is basically a runway. And it feels like what is this? This is not an outfit. What? Who even styled this for the what? What? No, no. Let me. Okay. What it looks like to to us is as if she looked at every guest shoot she's ever done. Look at this. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. It's like it's literally okay, it's, wait, a t a cut off t shirt that is the American flag with a pair of '90s style jeans with an applique of a of a palm tree. An American of which doesn't even look like a either way. Whatever, it looks like a dick. But yeah. that's fine. I <laughs> well, don't care. it's it's basically this. She took every photo shoot she's ever done. What is this? This is a cut off denim shirt. Wait, let me explain. What's on top going on? of a your America. I know, but let me explain I what's cannot. going on. Are you ready? Are go, you ready? Go. It's basically this visual represent. It's basically her taking every photo shoot she's ever done for guests or American, uh, more Apparel? or less. No, 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 Every um, American sportswear brand. And and from the '90s, that's uh, yeah. and mishmashed into and vomited out. Basically, it's basically that she just cut up everything they already had in stock and then basically that's what it was. the shit out basically, of it. That's, that's, it. that's it all was. it is. I swear they just took overstock and like covered it. That's in crap. literally what it was. The coolest thing in this entire collection is. are these vintage style striped pants, just because it's something yeah, different. It's like so '70s. No, no, that's fine. This dress, which again is not original, no, it's but it's not. something. It's something. Well, okay, look, there'll always be pieces, but remember this. You can tell if a person cares about detail and is fully involved. You can actually see it. For a person who's a creative and is especially in the design design or fashion field, you can see the consistency and in, the, in the collection. we've got the whole Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, two-piece, like, denim situation going the on, which, the, the, which, like... American Awards or what is it? What is it? Uh, something Awards? VMAs or something? It was Much music? That, yeah, when uh, Justin Timberlake and Think yeah, yeah, wore... Yeah, yeah. And thing, Britney Spears. Britney Spears wore all denim. Seriously, you can you cannot send. The only difference is you can't wait. It's cut a little bit better. You cannot send cool. an 
oversized nighty style sweatshirt. Listen, with an I just H told you the it? example, but I told you I the example. I, I literally just can't. I explained the mindset. I get it. I, I get it. Mindset. I get it. I it's do. regurgitated things that she's already worn in photo it's shoots. It's not even and just runways. worn. It's like no, I think, think she just it. looked through a magazine and seen, was like, look, I like this, I, I like see, this, look. I like this, and they literally redid it in the same fabrics that they had for that season. That's it. If you look at all of her photo shoots. Yeah. And when she first came out till now, that's literally all that this is not shit. Fashion. That's literally this is just all not it is. Fashion. It's literally all that is. This is just zero percent fashion, and it's like it's stuff that you can already find in any thrift store and put together with a little, like a tiny bit of creativity. It's like a Frankenstein thing. Yeah, that's all it but is. But it's not even. It's like, nothing new. There is zero creativity here, in my opinion. Zero. Like, okay, 1%, if I'm being nice about it. Well, that's and a percentage that is the actual, what is it, Ralph Lauren or Comic-Con? Tommy Hilfiger. Tommy Hilfiger. I literally had this exact sweatshirt. I have that sweatshirt. I literally. And so, I sold it. It, it, is was, just, it was a Sean John one minus the sleeves. This one doesn't have a sleeve. It was just for me. It was just a men's sweatshirt yes. that I had that was gray and oversized. Thank and I stretched you. it out and I cut <laughs> off the sleeves. I literally had this yeah. sweatshirt for years and yeah. I got rid of it because I was like, "Who wears for that?" For me, it was too white. Anymore. I sold mine. This it was looks just like white. stuff that we make at my job because that's we <laughs> do upcycled patchwork. Like, the patchwork. like that's just what we yeah. do because we do sustainable oh, stuff. God. Like I just. This is the thing, right? This Sorry, kind of this stuff, is this is this is the liquid rage talking, but also rant. our logic, and this is the obsession aspect of it because just this Jesus is the part that so this is the kind of celebrity stuff that drives me crazy, and the fact that she has been she has actually upped their sales so much over because the last few years because of her fucking name. I know. On a little tidbit, I I love if you guys look up George Lois. Okay. He's oh the, yes. He's the because he's a graphic designer and I'm a graphic designer uh, by uh, by trade. Originally, and he was essentially the um, the Don Draper, or, or or basically the Don Draper of the ad world yeah. back in the '60s, and made Tommy Hilfiger what it is today, branding wise. Yeah, you know. Um. Anyway. Um, yeah. So that. Uh. So this is basically what I'm saying is like that's those are the kinds of things that I have a problem with is like yeah. collaborations like that, and I know like Alexa, Alexa Chung did a collaboration with Marks and Spencer. I like okay. I personally like Alexa Chung. Her but as a person, but she also, I, like I think, has a much deeper sense of style no, and an understanding does. of it she than does. like she does. She's more does. original. She's more herself. She also created a lot of fashion trends mm-hmm. before she made her own line. Yeah, and I mean, like, I think you know the, the whole per- like vintage short floral dress, whatever. She's but she's always a bob like that whole. Like, she has floral. her own thing though. She and has beiges. She likes like a little bit more not drab. But she's a bit classic. Yes, and I like I like but. I trust Alexa Chung's style. I feel yeah. like if she were to make well, a collaboration she's, she's or whatever, she's not going to bring you not herself. She's 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 always herself, yeah. roughly. Yeah, you know, she's always going to bring herself, and that's what. Yeah, so uh, that that I agree with. Now, you want to talk about? Uh, okay, let's talk about Rihanna because we're going to have to go soon. So, um, yeah, what did you want to talk about with her in terms of like whether or not she's going to do her own thing for for LVMH? Well. The whole thing about Rihanna is when she first started out with Fenty or even before that, she had, I forgot his name, uh, she had a designer pretty much doing majority of the work. Right. And then for Fenty. She, for Fenty. Not no, for Puma Fenty? Or for like many for, things. For okay. many things. I don't know if, it, I don't know if she could, because he was always her stylist. 
and he oh, was always it's right. a guy it's a guy I forgot his name he was on she had a show as well which was like not a project on her but a no, very it was similar like a, to it. it was like she got did she get a bunch of fashion designers in or something it was basically like a show it was like it was like yeah, it was like yeah, a yeah. show like project runway type yeah, yeah, thing yeah, 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 that's but right. he was the one that was always there and once in a blue moon she would show up right you know so he was behind majority of her looks doesn't mean that she doesn't have her own personal style as human beings no but when it came to her public persona yeah he was it right he was it so it made me question her commercial you know any endeavors that she did it was always always him right so when it came to this whole Fenty he basically thing, created her style yeah so when it came down to Fenty I still didn't trust it let's be honest and when it came to this new LVMH it's the same thing with this whole Bella Hadid thing okay they're banking on yes, Rihanna there we go they're banking on Rihanna just like Calvin Klein banked on uh, Gigi Hadid yeah and they want to see where this thing goes. Yeah. And Fenty, in my opinion, I, for some people it did successfully, but for me, I was not like, eh. So just like that, they were, they're trying to bank on that. And I didn't, I don't, I still don't trust it. So I would like to see a behind the scenes of her actually getting her hands dirty or at least close to it. Yeah. You know, at least... If LVMH is going to put all this money and so backing... So do you think she's going to be doing this herself for the new brand? I don't think so. Because I still she's already don't think so. put in a lot of... Like, she's learned probably a lot with the new... I don't know. I'm, I'm just asking you. I'm not saying... I don't think so. I honestly don't think so. So do you remember, think he's still going to be behind it? Or do you think it's going to be Arnaud? someone else? Arnaud doesn't do shit. Arnaud just... No, likes... no, no, no. Not Arnaud. Who? Her stylist. Oh, of course. He's He's got her this far. He's going to be there. I don't even see him anywhere in any of these articles. You you have to look for him. Trust me, he's there. No, I'm he, not saying that he doesn't exist. Or oh no, he's, he's going to be there. I don't see his name. He's in not. Any his of name the is not going to be there because she's not going to sell it as that. But she's going to bring her own crew. She's obviously in in, in closed doors. She's going to say, "This is the person that I want with me." She better pay him a lot. Of course she is. She's been paying him a lot for God knows how long. She's been milking off that TV show, her lines, and everything like that. It, it's most likely that guy. Because it, it's if somebody's successful and you got success with this other person, you're gonna just keep going. Don't with that. see anybody covering this, and this is the thing that I really want to know about as well. Because everyone's talking about the line, but nobody is talking about whether or not whether or not she's actually gonna be doing the designing herself. She's not. I'm well, sorry, Rihanna has a personality. She's very visible personality, but from get go, she's not been doing it herself. She's heavily relied on this guy. Okay, so it was Philippa Price who was the creative director of her Savage and Fenty uh, collaboration. Yeah, so she did some interesting stuff, but she was doing the lingerie stuff. Yeah. So I know, so, okay, we've got one name. His name is Mel Ottenberg. That is Mel Ottenberg, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. So let's see who Mel Ottenberg, what he's up to. So Mel Ottenberg yeah. is... Basically, He's a costume designer, yeah. Which is cool. He was her stylist for so long, and when she had a show, he was the one that was hosting it, which was odd to me because Style it, to Rock. Yeah, the show that is called Style it. to Rock. See? That's right. And it was literally him, and she would once in a god knows how many like episodes she would like pop up. I understood because she was you know either touring or doing something musical, but it still felt shitty because you would expect to see her. Because her name was on the show, you know? So it was so fucked up. But I don't see anything about him being the He's designer. always there with her, though. Yeah, but 
but this is the thing is like we don't know how much of the work she actually does versus how much he does i'm sure he he gives her advice but i think there's a difference between giving somebody advice and being the creative director of somebody well, that's, something that's, you know yeah that's kind of true. It, well it also depends on um see she trusts him obviously yes. and if she well, trusts him and she trusts his taste she probably asks for advice mm-hmm. but there's a huge difference between that and him actually being behind like he's yeah. behind all of her personal looks yes but that's what that's what LVMH is buying into, though. They're buying into Fenty. Not necessarily. Because she started Fenty through a collaboration. But I have a feeling. I have a feeling. They're not just going to give her all of this without her sitting down and being like, "Oh no, of course they're." This is what I want to do, deal. and I want it to be like this, and this is what I'm thinking. And they're going to be like, "Okay, go." And I'm sure he'll be on her team. Yes. But I don't. But like that doesn't. Oh no, he's not going. He's not going to do 100 percent of it. It's no, no, like, no, no. I know, and that's not even what I'm saying. I'm just saying that. I get that, like, you might not like Rihanna or whatever. Oh, I like Rihanna as as an artist. Okay, fair enough. But, like, I think... But I I just don't... Part of me doesn't trust that she's going to get her hands dirty the way other people I think she probably does more so now. Because she was, like, very, very behind her Fenty Beauty line. Well, here's She got her hands very dirty in that. Well, here's the thing now. I think it's because she wants to finally move away from music, possibly. Maybe. Or at least take a break. Because because now music is not, unless you're touring, you're not selling records. Yeah, but she's touring anyway. She tours all the time. So, in in a sense, you want to have something that is more relaxing than touring, let's be honest. When you have a business that is not just you performing all the time and draining energy, you want to have a business that you can at least sit down, take more time, and do it, you know? So, if it's she's getting older, yeah. It makes more sense. Yeah, I understand if she sits down. I'm not going to, um, uh, you know, downplay that she might want to do that now. But yeah. early on, she wasn't. And that's that's the that's the honest thing, though. But part of what we were talking about earlier was this whole thing of, like, growth of a designer. So sure. there's a big chance that she's with this grow, whole hopefully. LVMH thing, she's probably going to have a lot more to do with the creative aspect of I the hope design so. aspect. I'm not doubting it. But I mean, I agree with you in that, like, I hope that we get to see some of the behind the scenes. I we wish. get to. I don't know. I do. I do wonder about that, but I think I'm going to give her a little bit more credit because I think she's like progressed quite a bit in that sense as well. And her fashion, I mean, yes, obviously Mel Ottenberg and everything had a lot to do with it, but I think, I don't know, like I, I want to give her more credit than that mm-hmm. because she seems like she really cares about the things that she gets into, but maybe I'm wrong. You know, no, she has, she's a character and she's, she's passionate about what she does. Yeah. So I'm hopeful. Yeah. But I'm still not 100% sold. You're not convinced, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, let's just see what happens. I'm not either, and we'll see. But, like, let's hope she has a good team behind her and everything. But, you know, I'm still pretty iffy about this, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. So, I guess uh, that's... I think that's it. That's it for this I think that's all we've got to say because we're going to start meandering and I got to go blow my nose, you guys. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't like being sick at all. Um, Hopefully, my slightly raspy voice did not annoy anybody today. But if it did, too bad. There's nothing I can do about it. So send us any questions, anything on our Facebook, our Instagram, our website. Do we have Facebook? We have everything. Is our Facebook working? It is working. Because I searched for it the other day. I'll show you today. I'll show you today. That's fine. All Uh, right. So you can reach us at that or you can email us at... Ayan, A-Y-A-N, at theobsessor.com. That's Either correct. going through the website or that email right then and there. And just email us if it's the one listener that is like, yay, in the background. You know, that whole, like, 
thing. Just I am still me. waiting to hear people bitch us out for something we said. I want you to. Please. I want to read that on air. I challenge you. I would. I. It's not even like a challenge thing. It's just like I would be that person who'd want to bitch people out. So if you're, if you're that person who's just like they're full of shit, they don't know what they're talking about. I would love to hear from you. Genuinely, we, we want some form of dialogue. Yeah. We want you to challenge us. And hey, who knows? One day, if we get enough mail, maybe we'll actually do a mailbag episode. Which oh, I would love that to would read be, mail. I'm like happy to read. That mail. would be like a dream come true. But in the meantime, thanks to our like five subscribers or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Thanks, guys. You're the best. Um, to everyone who's listening, who knows us, thank you guys for the support. We really appreciate it. We love you. And uh, any alcohol sponsors or whatever uh, meat spawn well not meats but preserved no, okay, shit. Let's not. Can you just send us stuff? <laughs> All right. Okay, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Okay.